welcome back to another episode of team crickstop and yeah it's been a while again since we have um, conducted a podcast but yeah we are back uh, with some exciting midway uh, phase of the ipl and um, we have seen rise of many teams again and then we have seen most of the feather teams in this tournament till now and yeah so yeah let's begin with um, uh, for the without further ado and uh, we have today our uh, same panel members devanshu and samir alongside uh, naman who is also free now so yeah starting up with um, most balanced team right now in this tournament chennai super kings we have seen that uh, they lost their own, in their own home ground while they have put up some fantastic performances throughout the tournament so yeah let's start the discussion um yeah uh, samir any views on chennai super kings till now Uh, yeah, I think uh, first of all, I would like to give credit to Chennai Super Kings, uh, the kind of cricket that they have played with the given set of players. I mean, you see, look at you look at the start of the season; they had so many amazing players. You had they had Ben Stokes, you know, they had uh, uh, Deepak Chahar. They had a good bowling li- uh, like they did have that much good bowling lineup, but they did have good names. And then Deepak Chahar gets injured, Ben Stokes gets injured, Magala gets injured. So many, uh, you know, bowlers uh, get injured and. then you look at them that the bowling lineup their bowling lineup especially since the past 4 5 games was not really that strong but credit to ms dhoni the way he has utilized those bowlers beat akash singh beat tushar deshpande tushar deshpande you see his first game i think uh, you know we don't want to have a game like that for any kind of a bowler it can just ruin your confidence look at yash dayal so uh, from there it's down in the purple cap list uh, he might be leaking runs but again you know he's picking up those wickets so the bowling is still a concern i would say uh, their batting overall if you see you know shivam dubey and ajinkya rahane i would like to put, pick those two players especially the way they have you know uh, ran the game in the middle order uh, in the uh, middle overs you know i think if in any t20 game the middle overs between 7 to 15 is very crucial and if you see the way dubey the way shivam and ajinkya has batted especially ajinkya rahane i mean you see the way he has batted at number 3 and you know ben uh, when ben stokes uh, went out and ajinkya rahane came in i think he literally stole the spotlight and he's also in the world test championship final team now so yeah i mean uh, they're looking pretty good and devon conway i think rutraj gaikwad if you see he started off really well in this first in the first half right and he's he's doing good i mean he's scoring those good 30s and 40s but devon conway was the one who took off in the second half i feel you know those three four consecutive half centuries good 80 90 runs I think Devon Conway and Dutraj, their openers and their middle order, like Dubey and Ajinkya, they are coming together. I think Jadeja's batting form may be a bit of a concern, and MS Dhoni's batting order. I think batting at number eight. I I still remember I said this in the in the podcast that if MS is batting at eight, uh, you know, it's it's going to be tough for Chennai because you know there you can look at it two ways. If he's batting at eight, you are either hiding him or you are actually trying to say that he is a finisher. if you are hiding any person then you know on big day you might get exposed but again you know you see i've seen he is carrying a bit of a knee injury as well ms so i, I mean he hits those two three sixes in every game so i hope they come good uh, they're looking good right now i uh, they'll definitely go to the top four so oh, and you know there's one more thing i would like to appreciate about csk that csk is the team which has scored big totals like if you see the entire season the minimum they have scored while batting first is 178 so they are literally playing so good it, it has happened that they have not been able to chase big totals 
but if they are batting first then they are the one who are, sco- who are scoring very good runs they did uh, lose the last match against punjab before the washout in which they scored 200 again but then as uh, samir mentioned it's about them having a problem in that bowling lineup sometimes but appreciate the effort that dhoni how he is managing and the entire thing but yes i i think all the teams should look up at csk on how they are using their batting lineup in an order that every match they are sc- scoring a minimum of 178 what i think is like csk batting order itself complements uh, like all the batsmen complement to that batting order so efficiently like uh, what i saw when uh, if a early wicket falls then either mohan ali comes into bat which kind of gives them a stability or uh, ajinkya rahane then ajinkya rahane right now is playing uh, both the roles for them if the situation is required to you know just uh, stay and uh, hang on the hangover there in the crease then he would perform those duties and yeah we have seen him hitting 20 balls 15 ipl this season while uh, if early if there is uh, runs on the board but you want to increase the run rate then shivam dubey is being sent to just smash the bowlers and again then jadeja obviously we all knew we haven't seen best of him yet with the bat but even ms is just going for two sixes and two balls so yeah everyone is complimenting to that batting order really well but um, yeah naman if you can say anything about their bowling a lot a lot is being said about jadeja's batting but at the same time i think he's kind of compensating it for it with his bowling he's been brilliant uh, uh, brilliant in his execution of the plans and along with him mahisha patirana and thikshana both of them have been brilliant throughout this ipl uh, you know uh, patirana almost pulled off the game against rr in the last over uh, i mean uh, you uh, ex- uh, just the last ball instead of the slower one he should have probably gone for the yorkers which he was nailing up till that point so yeah the bowling lineup uh, it does not have your recognized ga- names but then still they are they are doing quite well i think the only issue right now which they are facing is due to that inexperience uh, like uh, experienced player in other teams like let's consider josh butler or uh, like let's consider another big names of these ipl they are looking to target these inexperienced younger players so that they can uh, put some pressure on the board so yeah that's what they are doing while spin attack again i don't know whether i still feel that santner should be preferred uh, over thikshana providing both these skills with the bat and ball and uh, till now i haven't seen that proper you know magic that thikshana was providing to this uh, bowling attack till last year so yeah, if any one of you can provide their views on spin attack too that will be good thing i think i kind of agree on that point and i wanted to mention about that that thikshana is a good bowler he did pick two wickets he's a wicket taker you would always want him in a team but i, I always believe that in any t20 match We we always talk about batting and bowling. The most underrated skill in any game is fielding. And Thikshana, like he's not a good fielder. You know, we saw in couple of games, uh, especially that uh, three runs that were taken of the last ball that Sekandar Raza scored, or uh, two three catches also he dropped in other game. I mean, he looked a bit sluggish on the field. So I would always want a player who is very much active on the field, who can deliver with the ball. Yes, Sander may not be the 
a wicket keeper that you, a wicket taker that you want but he can contain those runs and i think csk needs that because csk has a lot of bowlers who are leaking a lot of runs they might be taking wickets hikshana did take good wickets last game uh, tushar deshpande also took wickets akash singh also took wickets in the last few games that he played but they leaked also a lot of runs so you need in that kind of a bowling lineup i always feel that you need to have a balance and i think sandner will provide that so i've never seen sandner you know leaking so many runs he's that kind of a very underrated bowler i mean every new zealand player is kind of underrated but uh, like no nothing against tikshana is a very good bowler but i think given the current scenario and more than tikshana not been able to pick wickets i think given the current scenario i think they can go with go ahead with sandner and he also provides you a, with a batting option True, and no, you know there's one okay. there's one okay. highlight i would like to mention about csk that i am really happy that dhoni is not retiring this time i guess now he can move forward yeah definitely definitely not he said that in the last season and i think he said something during the toss also last uh, last game i think is uh mentally he's there but i think his body needs to be there also with him next week uh, next uh, next year you know he's suffering from a knee injury also you, you see he's a bit sluggish when it comes to wicket keeping uh, to the fast bowlers especially you saw a couple of hiccups in uh, in few games here and there you can see that it's quite observable and i think that's the reason that he's not batting up the order i mean he's hitting big sixes like any other batsman could you know he's looking like in 2019 2018 form when it comes to batting but if you can't run between wickets which we saw he he is always a batsman like virat kohli who used to convert you know tough singles into doubles but we weren't able to see that this year so i mean yeah i mean you can't really blame him age does come uh, does catch up at some time so yeah currently for me csk uh, top 2 might is looking a bit difficult but uh, they can reach to top 2 but i think they'll finish up at third position third or fourth position true and it might be something that you know dhoni might be hyping up his fans we haven't seen this the first time like their fans waited for him to play for international cricket for literally for a year and then the guy decides to take retirement so yeah that could be another just a high situation okay so yeah let's so move on to let's move on to next team going in the order of points table gujarat titans lost a filler of a match and then they have certainly put some good performances and again their batting order teams like complementing well to the team while bowling sometimes it's going you know slightly sluggish in my opinion so yeah, let's start up with their batting order i guess samir we will start with you again uh yeah gujarat titans looking pretty balanced no doubt uh, perhaps the strongest team of the tournament according to me they did lose a very bad game uh, in the last game Uh, where they were not able to chase around 126 and 127, and it's very shocking because if you see the history of Gujarat Titans, they have always been good chasers. They've always chased down those totals. Be it Rahul Tewatia hitting two sixes, hitting three sixes, be it Rashid Khan, be it David Miller, they've always been good at finishing games. But the last game was a bit surprising for me as well. And I mean, I'm a bit concerned about Hardik Pandey also the way he, you know, it's not about scoring runs or not scoring runs. I think the intent with which he went out. I mean, you played all 20 overs. but still you were not able to finish the game and it's not like you were chasing 200 you were chasing 120 so uh, 
so i think that was a bit shocking because see hardik pandey is also leading the indian t20 side and he is one of those guys who would want the indian team to you know go all guns blazing you know you don't have to think about your wicket you have to go out and just you know play the play the t20 cricket that csk and mi are showing currently and he himself is not able to you know do that in ipl at least i mean he, i i can understand he's batting at number 3 you know with captaincy comes responsibility and all those things but you have to take the charge right at the end of the day you cannot play t20 t20 cricket like this in 2023 you know t- 2009 2010 it was expected so i hope they can come up with a solution to that i mean yeah they, they did lose but for me i think mohammad shami perhaps the best uh, fast bowler for me in this tournament the way he has bowled the way he is running uh, while bowling the his seam position everything is looking amazing his fitness and i think it's it's also good sign for india when it comes to the world test championship final so for for me mohammad shami rashid khan and i think you need to give credit to hardik pandya when it comes to captaincy the way he has utilized the bowlers you know in the second half of the tournament when you know that you know teams batting first are doing well you bring in noor you bring in noor ahmed and you know rashid khan he's kind of overshadowed rashid khan the way he has utilized noor ahmed the way he has utilized joshua little bringing different different bowlers he was using aljari joseph then he is using joshua little omar shami is a uh, is a like uh, the common factor among all the uh, players and then comes mohit sharma like the way he has used mohit sharma i mean in uh, mohit sharma we remember he played 2015 world cup and he did really well he played for india for a good time so he is also really uh, doing well in especially in the death overs if you see when they defended that low low total against uh, lucknow super giants uh, where uh, kl rahul scored an amazing uh, 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 top century in that game so credit to mohit sharma also the way he has come up the way he hardik pandya has backed his players and i think hardik i think it's kind of reminiscent of what csk and mi have done throughout the years and that's what gt is doing currently so i hope i hope like uh, playoffs is not a question for them but uh, i think definitely uh, top 2 will be their uh, aim and i think they'll definitely finish in top 2 you know i kind of have conflicting thoughts on hardik pandya's batting but before i get that i would like to mention that as csk is getting a great batting lineup that like every player is performing in the same way gujarat titans every every player is performing if you see the batting lineup till rashid khan every batsman is playing and uh, getting on to the conflicting thought about hardik pandya uh, you said hardik pandya is not a good batsman at one down i about the responsibilities but the captainship but, but then if you just neglect the last game where he was not able to uh, get that total chase i think all the games he has played brilliantly if you don't see the scores that even if you know at a point in time where it's just one wicket then it is important for a player to settle down and let the other one hit because every time you see uh, when one wicket falls down the other opener is improving the strike rate and hardik pandey is just rotating strikes so i think he is playing a good backup role like that where he is helping the one Uh, who is hitting the balls and hardik pandey is of course hitting the balls whenever he finds them in his radar so i think hardik pandey is playing good if we don't consider the last game yes last game he has to chase it because he literally played i guess 50 balls and then if you still can't uh, hit a six and get the get that line over to win the match that is wrong but if that is not considered then i, I think hardik pandey is really good at number 3 i think it's also more about the role that you have been given and you see ajinkya rahane the way he has batted at three he was given the role to you know go out and express yourself and maybe hardik pandya 
himself as a captain decided to you know be a bit conservative take the game forward which is not a bad idea i mean i've never said that he's a he's not like he's a bad batsman he's an amazing batsman you see even last year this same type of cricket that they played actually led them to win the title right so i just hope that you know uh, whatever responsibility is taking over here uh, i don't think the same responsibility he will take in indian team because he'll be batting at 5 or 6 and at those kind of positions you can't really you know play this kind of cricket but yeah i mean if it works for gujarat titans and good for good for gt but yeah i'm mean, overall if you see they're looking pretty balanced just wanting to add one point i think at the top of the order vridhman saha's form might be a little bit of concern for gujarat titans because if you look at that batting order uh, vridhman saha did fire in the first couple of games i guess but after that he hasn't been scoring those many runs and they do have shrikar bharat if i'm not wrong in the squad so maybe that is something that they might be looking into other than that i think our panelists have rightly summed up uh all everything about gujarat titans so yeah i i guess that's from my side but you know i guess uh when it's coming about ridhiman saha then i think he's a great keeper and then you don't want him to be out of the 11 i know it's not scoring a lot of runs but then he's still getting a slow 30 40 runs and that that is when shubman gill is performing and if next was shubman shubman gill then hardik pandya is performing or any other batsman So then, having Ritiman Saha doesn't feel like a bad thing in their side, and I would choose Ritiman Saha over the other keeper. When we talked about Shubman Gill, I think the way he started the tournament and the kind of form that he had uh, come into with uh, in this IPL, he did well also in the first game. I think many people are like talking about the strike rates and all those things also. I don't know his exact numbers, but I think. is playing at a strike rate of 139 or 140 something like that which is okay which is good not that bad but i think if shubman gill needs to be that big thing you know he has to set the stage on fire and uh, like i always i am a huge fan of him and for me i think he is that young who can actually for india for the next you know uh, 10 years so i think i just want to see him in a uh, position where you know a uh, good 600 700 run season uh, like david warner used to get or virat used to get or uh, those kind of players used to get and he is the uh, i think the most important player of that batting lineup for me because if he gets going in the early six overs he can actually take on any bowling lineup but when he gets inside that shell you know it becomes a bit difficult for him to you know play aggressively in after the power play and that's where rhythman sa comes and i think the role of rhythman sa is like similar to role of parthiv patel in rcb when he used to play for rcb you know uh, you know you uh, hit couple of boundaries in the power play you know get a quick start and after power play like nobody really expected anything from parthiv patel but rhythman sa if you see especially the two years that he played for srh i mean he was he one year i remember i think it was 2020 the way he came in the second half and quickly he turned the fate for srh he gives them so many quick starts he, he scored half centuries many 50s were also there he did well for lucknow also uh, sorry for gujarat also last year in two a couple of games but yeah i mean this year if you see uh, it's not really getting he's not really scoring those runs so but yeah, again you know that's the thing for gujarat titans you know if, if one person is not scoring somebody else will step up sudarshan will step up or vijay shankar he has played so amazing you know it's another odi world cup and vijay shankar and kilar jadhav are back in the mix 
right so uh, vijay shankar the way he has performed so i think credit to hardik pandya for that the way he has backed those players it's important you know rcb also has so many youngsters right but none of them are performing and you know any youngster comes into gujarat titans or chennai super kings they immediately start performing also the talent matters but it also it also matters the way the captain has given you confidence or not and i think uh, csk and gujarat titans both excel in that true and also it has been a template for gujarat titans to you know trust these experienced players like we have seen them bringing in mohit sharma again an experienced person then david meza uh, himself has played so many matches rashid khan another experienced player and then they are bringing in so then they keeping someone like riddhiman saha with that experience the gloves and also like the role which has been defined to him is to just go hard on the ball if he wants then he can also play those you know conservative sort of knocks and get his runs up but yeah that has been the role assigned to him and um, yeah they are also got some youngsters that are also adding up to their performances like another um, other day abhinav manohar they uh, abhinav manohar gave them a huge chance uh, a huge boost in their score and then rahul tevetia like i won't say him a youngster but is being underutilized in my opinion with the bat and yeah we haven't seen him in uh, ball in last season too so yeah, that's what gujarat titans is right now only thing is that rashid khan in uh, previous two games got picked up for runs against kolkata also that's a bit concern for them if their primary spinner goes down i think that's when nur and i and i honestly don't yeah, think that that is a big issue because uh, it was uh, gurbaz who took down rashid khan in the game against kkr and uh, i think what might helped him was that both of them play for the same country so he's had prior experience facing him in the nets i think it might be a good thing for gujarat because following that template if teams going into the business end of the tournament do try on taking on rashid khan they might end up giving him a lot of wickets which he has already done so yeah i don't think that is that big of a concern and as samir rightly pointed out noor ahmed is stepping up his game as well so i don't think that is much of a big concern for gujarat true so let's move on to another team like i don't know what to say about this team exactly whether you know they are a good team or they are just another team who had their luck and yeah if you guys have rightly guessed so i am thinking about lucknow super giants and first they managed to put up some good performances and then they lose such matches with no one would expect to, them to yeah so let's start up with lucknow super giants uh, samir let's start again uh, i was waiting for this so there are two sides you know when it comes to lucknow super giants one which is their uh, home pitch i'm sorry but this kind of pitches are boring are uh, very bad looking when it comes to watching on tv or watching on any platform the ground the stadium the stadium is it's good but the ground uh, and the way it is looking and the kind of pitches day four kind of motera pitches so that is not at all acceptable and i think uh, these kind of the lucknow pitches are going to be used for world cup also in india and if you're going to play on these kind of pitches then god save india right so i mean i'm not going to blame lucknow or any team who plays on those kind of pitches you know it's kind of a lottery and you see, if you see lucknow's batting kl rahul myers stoinis puran all are 
players who likes when the ball comes to bat and nobody was expecting this kind of pitch if you remember rohit sharma scored a 100 in t20 in the, on, in the same ground in lucknow in 2018 against west indies if i'm not if i'm not wrong so uh that time i think the pitches were different but i don't know why they have you know changed this now coming on to the second part uh i think lucknow super giants one thing is kl rahul unfortunately got injured and is ruled out of the ipl uh, unfortunate for them he lost the captain but if you if you see kl rahul's batting i think it has been very disappointing at least for me you know you you are you are a batsman who is considered to be the next big thing since 10 years uh, in indian cricket and you are scoring at a rate of 110 uh, you are scoring at a strike rate of 110 and you know the teams if you see the statistics every time lucknow super giants if kl rahul has scored above 50 then lucknow super giants have managed to score below 160 165 166 were the highest when kl rahul scored above 50 and when he used to go out uh, early when he used to get out early then every time they have managed to score 200 plus i mean again it was just a meme that was going around uh, the internet but you see you can see what they are trying to say right the game against uh, rcb the first game against rcb i'm talking about where uh, uh they managed to score they managed to chase down 213 we discussed this last time also the way stoinis and puran batted in that game that is the way that you have to approach a t20 game i can understand if you are getting slower on that lucknow pitch i'm not going to blame you for that but the other games you see the other games so i think lsg needs to understand that and they did show that right when they scored 256 i mean that was monstrous batting you know i ayush badani marcus tonis nicolas puran on paper this is a very solid team very solid team top two team definitely uh, when it comes to the uh, team rankings but i think they did lose a bit of their momentum when kl rahul got injured i mean i'm saying that because on lucknow pitch kl rahul might be useful because you know he can take the team till the end and all those things 125 130 140 is a good score with and in typical kl rahul's wicket for me the way he has transformed his batting not the old kl rahul so i think uh, they're going to miss him as a captain and, and as a batsman also in, in lucknow kind of pitches and the second thing the last game i mean the way uh, not the csk game against rcb the game that they played they lost that game due to sheer rage and you know not been able to handle pressure they should have easily won that game i can understand it was being played on lucknow uh, lucknow pitch but the amount of things that are going off the field the amount of things uh amount of different uh, battles that were going apart from cricket i think that kind of distracted them uh, totally off they totally got them off cut i'm not giving credit to rcb i mean uh, the way like i'm not giving like it's not like i'm not giving credit to rcb but lucknow actually threw that game away just because of that if you look at on paper they are a very so- very solid team it comes to the bowling ravi bishno is there amit mishra every one is stepping up navin ulak everybody is doing well even in batting everybody is doing well but they also need to realize that these we don't have to get you know stuck in these kind of things it doesn't matter if one player is showing aggression and you're just you know you just not able to take it right we can we'll have a discussion about that also later on but i think lucknow for me might uh, find a bit difficult to finish it in top 2 they might end up at third or fourth position but i won't be surprised if they don't reach top 4 uh, considering what has happened in the last game Also, you know about Lucknow. I'd like to mention that Stoinis and Nicholas Puran did play really well, but I think that was just a one-time wonder. I don't see that happening again in this season at all. I mean, uh, they have played well in that match. They did put up a insane strike rate. That made that match was phenomenal. I mean, 
for a moment i thought we are literally going to score 270 runs but then that is not being reflected in all the games it this has happened that kl rahul has been out before as well uh, he has got an early wicket but then uh, they they both haven't played really well they have scored runs but not at a great strike rate and one thing that is very appreciable of lucknow is how they have used avish badoni at number 3 he is playing really good he is like the perfect number 3 batsman for them i don't think any other batsman could have been a better number 3 for lucknow super kings also now let's talk about their opening pair like kevin mayers uh, like kyle mayers started the game uh, like start the game with pretty aggressive uh, thing whatever he possesses but right now even mayers is failing to you know just get some runs on the board and that's all to be saw in the last game after that uh, opening pair uh, of mayers and whoever it was if mayers gets failed and if another one goes down like if we consider that kl is there and another one goes down then also it's a bit dangerous for them so yeah do you think it's right time to bring in quinton decock considering that kl rahul is out and uh, they need a good opening pair now definitely i mean i i see quinton decock coming in for sure uh, in the last match manan bora opened with kyle myers and uh, both of them didn't play well so yes i think uh, Quinton Dickock is coming in the next game. Uh, I think, you know, the part where Kale Rahul got injured in the next match was just in a couple of days. So, I think they didn't get a chance to prepare themselves. But for the next game, I think Quinton Dickock is coming in. I think they are too dependent on Kyle Mayers also. If you see, like Kyle Mayers, especially the starts that he had given uh, during the start of the season also, it was phenomenal. and uh, he kind of dipped in two three games in the middle of the season but again he picked up in last two three games it it really depends a lot on kyle mayers the way you know he uh, you know takes the attack to the opposition and with quinton decock uh, as his partner i mean that would be amazing right but uh, who would you drop as your fourth former so i think he will come definitely but if they can somehow manage that fourth uh, uh, former slot otherwise manan vora will keep opening will keep opening for them But I think it will me all come RCB down to them. Uh, me being an RCB oh, fan would like Navin Ozak to drop down from the eleven and come in place of Quinton Dekka. I think leaving all that um, outside thing aside, if you see Navin Ozak's performance, he has done actually well. I mean, yeah, last uh, you know, especially on the Lucknow kind of pitches where he, about uh, uh, his cutters and slower balls. I I have never seen him with the bat I mean I I don't really know much about him but uh, I think with the ball he was pretty much decent so if he Lucknow is playing with around 7 8 bowling options if you see every person is bowling over there right so if you can just drop one bowling option strengthen your batting a bit uh, maybe that will help them and it also depends on conditions if you're playing in Lucknow um Quinton Dickog might not be the best option but if you're playing outside Lucknow if you're playing on a flat tracks then this batting order for me is perhaps top two top three batting orders out there as you said the one you mentioned that stoinis and puran you won't see but if you see nicolas puran performance in the last two three years i think he is batted the best in this season you know it's about those small cameos 15 ball 13 you'll also get a zero from him two three zeros i can assure you that 
but those quick fire runs you know the game that he chased in uh, chased against uh, rcb he was the biggest factor 211 then again 256 then again one more game one more other game was also there along with stoinis and stoinis is also bowling is a good bowling option and if you see the way lucknow has used stoinis as a bowler he's using they are using them in the first over in the first two overs especially on lucknow pitches and he's getting those two or three wickets also for me stoinis is definitely their mvp as of now uh kl rahul i mean he's out definitely but apart uh, stoinis and myers for me along with ravi bishnoi i think definitely a good trio to have hmm so yeah that's what lucknow kings is and also talking about whom they will drop they are thinking of bringing in mohsin khan as of for now like last game did got washed out but we saw mohsin khan coming in for them again so yeah that might be the combination they will go for for next game if they really want to bring in quentin deepa but let's not jump into any conclusion till lots of ipl is remaining uh, so yeah let's move on to next two teams actually which i think you know starts off pretty well in every season but while coming to the end these two teams just starts to fade off pretty well that are punjab kings and royal challengers bangalore so yeah let's talk about rcb after the fiery aggression did uh, they showed in last game and again managing to lose some of the fillers so yeah let's talk about bangalore on the top 3 batsmen working for them as of now and pretty much that's a potential risk or whatever we can say it as a threat for them so yeah and now also kedar jadav has made a comeback for them so yeah if anyone of you can open up on this fact that whatever they can do sure i'll go now i'll go first uh, rcb same problem four players are performing agf and siraj that is something which is a big threat for them i don't see it as a reward at any point because i think if, if any other team can just prepare for these four guys they are winning in all the other matches if you see i had high hopes on arjun rawat that he'll perform well but then he's giving cheap wickets i mean at times when you are getting early wickets in your team you have to play well you have to play some good cricketing shots you have to play down the ground and then not try and get yourself out when you got the chance he was the impact player last game i suppose but then he didn't play it as expected dinesh karthik being a big flop this time uh I had high hopes for Lumbron as well that he will finish it well, but then, as we mentioned it before, that only the top three batsmen are performing and no one else. About Kedar Chhatham coming in, if they see that see it as a fluke, then Dinesh Karthik came from commentary and played well. Same way, Kedar Chhatham came in from commentary and might play well. So if RCB has that luck factor about commentators, then yes, Kedar Chhatham is going to be a great asset. but seeing the break he has had i don't think kedar jadav will really be able to put a lot of value in the team of rcb i mean bringing in kedar jadav might just work because he did have a good domestic season for maharashtra i mean i don't probably i as a rcb fan i hope that translates into his ipl performances but yeah again it 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 might be a bit of a long shot considering that he's coming off a long break so yeah that being said about kedar jadav yeah i think uh, 
you know that uh, the day i heard about uh, kedar jadav uh, when they rec- rcb recruited kedar jadav i think that just sums up entire story of rcb right like it's nothing against kedar jadav is he was a good player for india also but uh, yeah, i don't know what are the options they had but i am pretty much disappointed with rcb you know i am not the biggest fan i've never been a biggest fan of rcb but i always wanted them to play well because you know they had virat kohli in their team was who had led the indian team for so many years but i just don't understand why is it that you know they have not been able to uh, you know uh, cross that line if i have to put it that way because if you see uh, uh, past 8 9 years uh, especially when virat was leading since 2015 2016 till 2022 2021 he led why is it that there are two things why is it that they have always been so unstable and uh, you know players coming in coming out it has always been the story why is it that you are not able to retain your core ab devilles and virat kohli ab devilles and virat kohli it was always about those two players why is it that rcb is not uh, about other players there are 11 players right you play the game with 11 players when you talk about chennai super kings you talk about each and every player we have talked about every player in chennai super kings we talked about every player in gujarat titans you just you can just see the podcast all over again we talked about literally every player we have so much to talk about every other player why is it that when it comes to rcb we just have to talk about two or three players and it's not this year it's been like this since every year beat when devilles was playing or gail was playing why is it that we don't talk about uh, mahipal lomrar why is it that we don't talk about uh, uh, shehbaz ahmed you know devanshu said that uh, kgf has been performing really well this season they have been doing fantastic this season last year they weren't able to do anything if you look at the statistics but dinesh karthik and shehbaz ahmed were the two players who actually took them to the qualifiers too along with rajat padidar in the last two three games uh, the type of innings that you played and people are missing rajat padidar so now imagine if a franchisee is missing a youngster who only you know won them two three crucial games last season just imagine what kind of batting what kind of batting order what kind of thought process they have and you don't expect this from bangalore you know they have uh, like if you talk about brand value if you talk about fan base probably one of the biggest franchises in the whole world but still you know you're not able to build players you're still not able to make players you're still not able to you know get the best out of your players if you see mahipal lomrar and, uh, and uh, what's the other guy uh, shehbaz ahmed somebody is playing at 3 next game he is playing at 5 next game he is at playing at 7 mahipal lomrar uh, did really could uh, scored good 34 35 runs of 17 18 balls he was smashing the spinners around the park next game you send him at number 7 next game you send him at number 8 and then he doesn't perform and then he you know gets out cheaply so i think at times you have to back the players you know the way ms dhoni backed shivam dube you know he did fail in couple of two three games initially but he stick to him you know you just go out and express yourself i wanted rcb to do that as well invest in those youngsters i'm not saying they haven't done that you know you come out you see siraj the way he has come up perhaps the one of the best fast bowlers in the world currently the way he has bowling but it's been like that since he has started playing for india right you know his test form is carried out here into the uh, white ball form last year he also didn't perform well so you need to build a core you need to build a team apart from your main players also it's not just about kgf it's about those seven eight players also right so i hope they can do it uh, i thought that the captain got changed things will change but you need to bring bring a strong indian captain i feel i don't think a foreigner captain can do you good you might still go to the playoffs but you know given your current team and uh, the way you have been playing i doubt you will be 
able to win the tournament and a team like you should have had at least three or four titles by now the kind of players that you have had over the years kl rahul stoinis kohli devillers watson so many good players so i just hope they can somehow uh, you know do well in the upcoming uh, in this season only or maybe the upcoming seasons you know one thing about rcb is that the major reason of them not being able to win an addition is they as you mentioned that they are only backing the core players and that is when it comes in action that only if the core players are performing or if the other players are performing they will get into the qualifiers they will get into the playoffs but then getting into the playoffs and then winning the title you have to cross that line where every player is performing where every player has that perfect role for the team where every player is contributing to their max level that is where rcb is lacking and i i think rcb is like they have very slight chances of qualifying the season and if they do they are definitely not winning uh, given the mindset the management and the team both are having this time if they are if they if they can change it and try to uh, replicate it accordingly and if each player performs it and gets their specific role then of course they have the chances but if they continue doing the same thing then it is very difficult for them to even qualify also you know people have started talking about that uh, it's time you let dinesh karthik go and bring in finn allen and bring in this or that but how can you fit in the that squad like i cannot see anyone else like if you consider four foreigners lot for them it's pretty much clear that maxwell needs to be there duplessis needs to be there hasaranga is their only primary spinner shabaz ahmed is a all rounding spinner so skill becomes a slightly ineffective in role and then you have got uh, hazelwood coming in back and yeah that's only the four foreigners i see for them playing while the other options for them for wicket keeping is finn allen and anuj rawat we have all seen how anuj rawat is performing in this season i mean nothing against him but he is batting out of his position right now and same go, will go against with finn allen he won't get a chance to open the innings i don't know like not this is not the problem while coming into the season like when the season start this is a problem when you have to be well prepared for pre-season things like going into the auction you should know your squad combination that you really want to fit in alongside your core this completely looks unplanned in my opinion like now you are trying to bring in kedar jadhav and then suddenly you will fit him in somewhere i don't know where he will play if he even gets a chance right now i don't know like the auction dynamics and the squad selection for me like the not the playing 11 the players they buy in the auction i don't know like they it's a completely planned strategy it's like you are going for random stuff in auction what you like it has been like this since a long time you know you bought in bracewell you could have backed him bracewell is a good player a good all rounder he can hit the ball around the park right should have given him uh, more games right right from the start and rcb has had the problem of that number 3 position since so many years now either send virat kohli back to number 3 but i feel virat kohli is not suited for number 3 anymore in t20s you know he just his strike rate goes down a lot when it, after the part play so uh, opening might be the best position for him but at number 3 you could have fit in uh, bracewell you could have given him more chances um, i mean with everything mahipal nomro if you see he's always been a good player of spin if when he played for rajasthan also and if you see the last two three games also he attacked those spinners so he is a good i think number 5 batsman if you give him that confidence and that long rope but number 3 batsman you have to find right 
you have to get in a good player if you got bracewell you could have given him games or you could have gotten somebody else they remain that same thing that four foreigners are pretty much fixed in that team even if bracewell exists for them as a option or even finn allen exists for them as the option you can't fit him in the squad like in the playing 11 right now that's what the problem is right you yeah. need to understand that's the right. dynamics beforehand i mean you, nobody tied your hands in the auction right you had all the other uh, amount you had the same amount as the other teams had you need to be smart over there as the mumbai indians was smart over there when it came to the batting uh, chennai super kings was smart over there every other team is smart why is it that you along with other two three teams are not able to you know get that get that firepower out there so i hope i mean i don't know i doubt uh, they can finish in top two or top four even as devanshu said uh, top four i i don't know it depends on the game how they play against mumbai uh, in upcoming days so uh, we'll just hope hope for, hope for the best for them and uh, naman if you want to close it off as you are typical rcb fan i mean there's there's nothing dif- nothing new to add it's it's been the story always uh, uh batting and bowling never has clicked together i i feel this season again the, again as everyone has pointed out batting is just about those three batsmen the opposition just has to plan some way to get these three out and then it's over Uh, the bowling lineup they have done well siraj has has had a brilliant season and i think one thing karan sharma needs to be mentioned uh, they have used him as impact sub in quite a few games and he has done decently well so the bowling lineup is not on concern hazelwood is coming back so that is going to give you confidence as the bowlers but the batting lineup is again about these three and uh, as the, my fellow members rightly pointed out even if rcb managed to get into the qualifiers it's again going to boil down to one of these three having a good day which they might not so yeah i mean uh, the management needs to do something about their planning about their strategy that's that's the thing that's i think i think we should end it here about rcb also i shouldn't pointed out at this stage even in women's premier league they went in with such heavy buys smriti mandana ajay sperry and all those heavy buys they bought in what did they finished in the tournament again the problem is being there like in auction itself i don't think so like by coming on to the field they have any sort of problem half of the players are batting out of the position then your combination doesn't fits well then you start doing weird things bringing in this player that player out of out of the context of the game so yeah i hope rcb realizes this that they need to have a fixed plan in auction that's what i feel the problem lies and now let's move on to next team before going on to punjab kings or kkr or any other bottom teams let's talk about the team you know who has started uh, winning some matches right now mumbai indians again we all know the problem lies for them is inexperienced bowling attack but here yeah, there have been some pretty good finishes for them in last two games and uh, piyush chavla doing well for them Yeah, so we can start off with uh, anyone who is interested to go on with Mumbai Indians. Mumbai Indians, you know, I think they have just got the balance now. They got the click of the game. Every player is now performing. Maybe this can happen that in the start of the season, if you see, there were a lot of new players, uh, and everyone 
didn't have their proper prescribed role. And Ishan Kishan not performing in the first half. Even Surya Kumar not performing. And I have no idea what's happening with Rohit Sharma. He's not able to score. I mean, even if he gets a fury start, I'm like, he'll get 30 runs and then he is going to give his wicket. The last game, I guess, he scored a duck against uh, Punjab yesterday. Against Punjab, right? But then, same way, Rohit is not performing. Ishan Kishan and Surya did perform really well. And Surya Kumar has this thing where he's, he literally scores a duck or he's scoring a half century. So, there are like two prospects of Surya Kumar Yadav where he's going to perform or not. Uh, given that, Mumbai Indians do seem a lot of balance right now with Tim David, Cameron Green playing well now. Tim David has been a great finisher for them in the last two matches. Even Tilak Verma. Tilak Verma uh, has been very phenomenal for them. We didn't, I didn't expect Tilak Verma to play really well against uh, world-class spinners. But he really had his composure tight and could play uh, really well, really good cricketing shots. So, yes, I think MI has great chances of qualifying now. I know they are sixth in the points table, but from here, I just see them winning. They have got the click, they have, the, they have got the perfect balance of the entire playing 11, and every player has that perfect role uh, specified. You know, I think when we talk about Mumbai Indians, especially this season, just one name comes to my mind who has changed the dynamic for MI this year. I think Cameron Green. You know, the way he has batted in this season and the way Rohit has used him in the uh, as a bowling option in the park play. He picked wickets. He also, the way he has scored those runs, you know, give a, as Devanju said that Rohit is not scoring. You know, you're losing that early wicket always. And the way Cameron Green has batted. You know, in the few games I used to think that, you know, send Surya at the top of the order, you know, Green is, you know, holding the innings back. But, you know, the way he chased down that total, he batted really well against SRH also the other day. And he batted really well when they chased that big total also against, uh, I don't remember the team. But uh, when they chased around 214, 215, I think that was phenomenal. The, the way Cameron Green batted. And I think that is a template that Mumbai Indians has recently been talking about. You know, you see Rohit Sharma's press conference, I was saying, a post-match uh, presentation uh, yesterday. He said that, you know, and which was a very good point, that since the introduction of the impact player, you know, if you see the average score, batting score in this season, it has gone up by 20-30 runs. How many games have you seen, apart from Lucknow pitches, those bad pitches? The other games, if you see, how many games have been uh, below 170? Literally every other game, they have been scoring 190, 200, 210, 220, right? So I think the that bar has been raised, not just because of the impact there, but because right now we are in 2023 and majority of the players, especially the foreigner players and the young Indian players, they're absolutely fearless when it comes to playing T20. And Rohit Sharma said that in his uh, in the interview that, you know, he said during the uh, uh, initial phase of the IPL that, you know, that uh, he told the boys that, you know, just go out and express yourself. You don't care about the results. We need to play that attacking cricket and, you know, just get that big total. Because they have that monstrous batting. I mean, when it comes to Tim, Tim David, I mean, I am a, I've become a huge fan of Tim David in this season. The way he finished the game, the by hitting la, the three sixes against uh, Punjab, the way he did that uh, in in the other game also where they chased two hundred. I mean, phenomenal. The way Tim David has batted, uh, the way Cameron Green have batted, and you know what to tell about Surya Kumar Yadav. For me, perhaps the best T20 batsman currently, and perhaps my favorite Indian batter right now uh, when it comes to T20. So Surya Kumar Yadav, I think, is the push that they needed while chasing 200 plus. 
because if you see his last two 50s that he scored two consecutive games where they chased two, down 200 consecutive uh, scores right so surya kumar yadav actually pushed that you know along with ishan kishan also did but surya is the bat, batter who actually confuses the bowler you know bowler will you just keep on thinking where to bowl him he'll just play the he plays the field right i think that is the very uh, like key thing about any batsman in t20 you are playing the field you are just you know making a captain opposition captain helpless surya kumar yadav i think is the uh, glue that they needed to you know which joins the uh, top order and the lower middle order and you know when it comes to rohit sharma i think you know i think it's very concerning also because you know rohit rightly said that you know they want to set the template of playing t20 cricket and i think rohit in achieving that he kind of lost his touch in batting if you see if his strike rate has been good right he did score good uh, 65 against delhi and other 44 45 runs uh, i think he's setting the template but i don't think he's able to adjust to that template the other players are adjusting to the template rohit sharma virat kohli kl rahul i don't think these are the kind of players you know built for that template the kind of batting that tim david or cameron green or surya kumar yadav does so i think for rohit sharma he should you know take his time and let ishan let surya and other other guys attack he can take his time he can recover i mean he can just you know if, even if he eats up 5 to 10 balls he can easily recover in the later half i mean we have we have seen that so many times in the past also i mean yeah i, I know it's not 2019 and 2020 anymore but still you know class is always going to be i hope uh, you know at least mumbai is winning you know their bowling is atrocious i mean uh, sorry to say but perhaps the worst bowling attack of this season fast bowling at least and i am very disappointed with jofra archer the way he has come up you know uh, uh, the other day jitesh sharma was just you know bashing him around the, all over the park so i hope he can actually come up and he's been bowling i mean his speed he's been clicking 147 148 so he has been he has that pace but i don't know he's not threatening anymore or i don't know he might come up injury always you know uh, Uh, makes difficult for the bowlers, but Piyush Chawla, I think the way Rohit has used Piyush Chawla, the way he has backed them, backed him, I think he has been their key factor when it comes to bowling. Other than that, I am sorry, their bowling is very bad. Uh, their batting on any day, perhaps the best batting lineup in this tournament, they can chase down 200 on any given day. If a if a good batting pitch is there, also also kudos to Tilak Verma, the way he batted, the way he has adapted himself. If you see in the initial half of the tournament, he was batting at number three. batting at number 4 now he is uh, batting at number 6 batting at number 7 along with tim david so the way he finished the last game the way he batted in the other game also so tilak verma and rinku singh i think are the two players who actually look ready for india you know who look ready for that top level cricket so yeah i mean kudos i mean uh, can't say anything much more about their batting the bowling needs a lot of development you know? also one more appreciation about piyush shawla is that he gets a couple of wickets in every game and more importantly he gives he, he just bowls economics he always has an economic spell if we see other players leaking runs even if you shala is not the one who's getting the most number of wickets he makes sure that even if the score is 200 plus he has the economy until 7 or max 8 which is great because in a format like this when piyush shala comes to bowl in the middle overs it is really important for you to hold the strike rate because if the openers have really settled down uh, then it is very difficult for the, any bowler to uh, do not let them be able to hit but then piyush shawla plays uh, piyush shawla comes in 
Riolivan is a great asset to the team as well because of the economic spells he's bowling. So yes. Again, the problem you know with Mumbai India. I don't know whatever combination they are going with right now, but um, they haven't been able to set their fast bowling attack. Like uh, we saw that first they bought in Arshun Tendulkar out of nowhere. Then he bowls uh, good overs in two matches, becomes a hero bowling for a good over. That I think was a pretty normal over in my opinion. And then he gets hit for five sixes, and then again comes back good in next match, and then gets dropped. And again, the problem being that even they try to settle their bowling attack, they bring in someone like Meredith or Bendroff. Again, someone gets dropped. Then you bring in Archer. Archer is not really performing at his max right now. Even the you look at pace which Archer is bowling at. Only two like really fiery balls he bowls uh, in the uh, in a particular over. And rest other balls he is not really he was not really up to his mark in previous game against Punjab. Literally bowling 120-130s delivery and that's not the standard which anyone will expect from Jofra Archer. And second issue is again the second spinner. First they bring in Rithik Shokin. He was doing good in my opinion. Then he gets dropped. Then you bring Kumar Karthika and Kumar Karthika is really you know focused on bowling that economical spell. Like his economy has been good, but in terms of wickets, he has not been able to pick any wickets right now. So yeah, is there anything you guys want to add in, or else we can move on to next team? I think I think uh, Arjun Tendulkar uh, he wasn't able to do well. Uh, if I'm being honest, you know, many uh, commentators, most of the commentators won't say that, you know, because of obvious reasons, they won't dissect his uh, performance. But uh, uh, I don't think the captain had a lot of faith in him, and uh, I mean nothing against Arjun. He will he will definitely improve, but uh, he didn't live up to the uh, like high per expectations that was set. And uh, yeah, I mean that's all I can say. I mean uh, he did bowl good, good two overs, but he in most of the matches he used to bowl only two overs, right? So I think the uh, Arshad Khan is one who was actually uh, who actually looked good. And Berendorf, I feel they should give him more chances. I think he's a good international bowler. Also, one bowler I think who they can bank on. I know, I know he did go for a few runs in the last game that he played, but all, he also picked two wickets in the part play. I remember in one other game. I think it was against SRH. You're talking about runs for Berendorf or Meredith. Every player in Mumbai, every bowler in Mumbai Indians right now is going for runs. That's their default template right now, except for Piyush Chavla and uh, the spinner Kumar Karthik. And again, Kumar Karthik, I have told my reasons that again, bowling those economical things or trying to stop runs won't help because your pacers aren't taking wickets for you. Riley Meredith also, I don't know. I think he was in Punjab also uh, a couple of seasons back. He has pace, but even at that time, I thought that, you know, the uh, like the BBL uh, bowlers, uh, Big Bash League, uh, Bowlers that these uh, foreign coaches in each and every IPL franchisee they recommend those bowlers, but they never live up live up to the expectations. I mean, Riley Meredith, literally every other game, whether be it for any other season, be it any other season, he he always goes for runs. So I I can't really uh, you know uh, have faith in him if I'm the captain of any team or if any other franchisee picks him. I don't know why they are going with him. They say he's a dead specialist, but dead specialist for other teams he might be. 
for the batting teams so i think they need to settle their bowling i for me i want mi to go in top four i want to see mumbai indians in that top four because of the batting lineup the crazy batting lineup that they have but i i still have my doubts if they'll go to top four just because of their bowling lineup Devanshu, if you want to add up anything more, or else we can just discuss one more top team, then we are left up with bottom stack. For Mumbai Indians, I just have to say one thing: they have found the click. They are definitely making it to the top four. Nothing else. Okay, so pretty much bold predictions, and yeah, I think so. After Samir and us receiving a personalized fake message from Cameron Green. We all are hoping that Mumbai qualifies in top four. Yeah, so let's move on to one of the top teams which we forgot to discuss actually, Rajasthan Royals. Finally, they have uh, removed Ryan Parag from their playing eleven squad, or whatever combination they are choosing. And then again, the batting pretty much um, you know looked balanced for me in quite uh, in the matches before the like the before the midpoint of the season. But right now their big guns are failing to perform. Josh Butler again not able to score runs. Then um, again this one Sanju Samson, the captain himself, is performing in patches, and even Hetmyer failing in few of the matches. And they lost a match which they were supposed to win against Mumbai Indians, and nothing against Tim David, but yeah, that was the match for Rajasthan to win. You know, before I start speaking about Rajasthan Royals, Yashasvi Jaisal, my hero, he is playing so good cricket. He can literally be like I see him being the orange cap holder this season. Every match he is performing. There have been some times like let's say in I guess nine matches. I guess only two of them he wouldn't have performed, but in all the other games, in the last two games, he has. Played with a good strike rate as well. In the first half, he did got a good strike rate when he used to get runs at least forty of him. He used to score a half century or was close to scoring a half century. There was not a good strike rate, but now if you see in the recent two matches, he has got good strike rates as well. And then uh, that is when you know it is okay for them that Butler is not performing. I mean, of course it's not, but then it's not a big of a deal for the team because when Butler is not performing, Jaisal is performing. And same like when uh, San- Sanjay Samson is not performing, as Devendra Padikal is performing. I have mentioned this before also about Rajasthan Royals that out of the top four batsmen, two are performing and they are getting them uh, above that average line, uh, average line of target which is required. So I think I don't see the problem with Rajasthan. And of course, if all the four play uh, really well, then it is going to be a great sight to watch. But it feels like a balance uh, for the entire team. So yeah, batting is all set. Yeah, I think when it comes to Rajasthan Royals, you know, if you talk about one of the most improved teams in the last two three years, RR is right up there. And you know, especially with uh, in the mega auction when they got a good core: Sanju Samson, Josh Butler, Jaiswal. Jaiswal wasn't part of the core uh, at that time, but still he was coming up. Uh, Samson, Butler, Trent Bolt. Uh, Yuzvel, Ravi Chandran Ashwin, Shimran Hetmyer. When these big names join your team, and you ha- and Rajasthan Royals is one of the best franchises. I always have felt that you know every other youngster who has come in Rajasthan Royals 
has performed i, I mean I'm, i know you guys will think that riyan parag is also a youngster but apart from uh, riyan parag if you see the other youngsters ravindra jadeja when he started sanju samson over here dhruv jorel is not uh, performing really well yashashri jaiswal is not doing well i think for any youngster rajasthan royals chennai super kings or mumbai indians these are the three franchises you would always want to play in, right so yeah as devanshu said about yashashri jaiswal i mean perhaps the best ipl season for him the best he has looked so far in his career and i mean i mean he is looking absolutely amazing this year uh, their mvp for sure and if rajasthan and they will uh, make it to the top 2 if they like they should of course uh, jaiswal would have uh, like the would take the most of the credit for that because if you see josh butler he is not you know going he is not really performing up to the expectation he did well in the initial uh, one or two games here and there but apart from that if you see uh runs have not come from him and rajasthan can see it as a positive way also that if butler is not scoring still you are winning and i think the game that they played against gujarat titans uh where they uh, needed around 100 108 runs on in 48 balls butler got out everybody got out sanju samson came in and smashed rashid khan three sixes and i think that's where you know they had said that you know we are here to win the tournament so i think rajasthan royals definitely has that Uh, i am just concerned about a bit about sanju samson because ever since that innings that he played uh, 60 60 runs or that he scored against gujarat he hasn't really lived up to their expectations and you see this pattern with sanju samson for so many years in ipl you need a good 600 700 run season he has so much of talent but somewhere i think in the second half of the season he you know is not able to uh, keep up the tempo so uh, i think he needs to get going because butler is also not scoring right and the, and i mentioned this in uh, in the other episode of this podcast that uh, they have to use devdutt padikal well and they're abs- and they're using him uh, absolutely amazing at number 3 right now in few other games that he batted at number 3 he did really well so he also performed in last two three games he was uh, like he was a bit under the shadow but right now he is also coming up brilliantly and shout out to my favorite west indies player shivran hetmeyer i mean the way he has batted in this tournament especially in that game against gujarat and other two three games as well he has looked most comfortable in rajasthan royals franchise and last year also his performances were under the radar but he scored those crucial 36 not out 40 not out or 20 not out uh, in those quick fire runs that you need so shivran hetmeyer is doing absolutely amazing and dhruv jorel finally i mean one youngster who has stepped up the way he has performed the way he has taken that opportunity and you know riyan prak should take a you know a lesson from i think uh, dhruv charan you know no uh, other type of stuff you know just focus on your game win the teams win the win the games for your team he is doing absolutely amazing just one just one problem that i have with this uh, team and again not just this team but majority of the teams why is it that certain decisions i said this in the last in the second to last part of podcast also why is it that certain decisions that you can take it so easily you just want to twist your hand and you know if you can just if you want to hold your right ear you want to go towards the left and then hold your right ear i'm talking about the game where they lost against rcb you know dhruv jerel was striking the ball out out of the park and ravi chandran ashwin comes in and dhruv jerel is giving the strike to ravi chandran ashwin in the final over I understand Ravi Chandran Ashwin has hit the ball out of the park. He has the ability, but currently, who has more chance of hitting the ball outside the park? It's Dhruv Jurel. He was batting at 33 not out of 15 balls. 
any player who is batting at that strike rate you are having a good season you are the one who should take that responsibility and i don't blame dhruv jurel for that it's i mean if if i am i am dhruv jurel if you see right when it comes to popularity in in ipl right if i am batting there i mean i would be very scared to you know say that ashwin you stay behind i am going to finish the game right ravi chandran ashwin is a senior player one of the legends of indian cricket right so that is also that factor is also there but you need to like overcome these kind of things right if you want to win the tournament you need you need to come above all these things these are very minute things that you know might hold you back uh, in the tournament and the same thing with other thing about jason holder why is it that you send players like Rian, i mean players like uh, rian parag or dhruv in that game although he did really well the other players above jason holder if you're playing on a small ground jason holder has the ability to clear the ground you still you are Uh, you know uh, just using him as a bowler these few decisions i don't understand why is it that i see only in ipl don't see these kind of decisions i know we are going to talk about delhi also but the way they have used rakshar patel you know when you're batting in form still they are using at 7 it's kind of similar to this right so this is the only thing i have a problem with but most of the ipl teams do this so yeah so yeah in my opinion like there is nothing wrong with the squad they are choosing right now to play but again as you mentioned correctly that jason holder batting order he has been performing like out of his actual position where he really needs to be in that 11 while even with his bowling they are not really using him well and i won't blame jason holder for this like against mumbai indians game they could have really given some other guy you know to bowl Jason Holder is not really that kind of bowler who can bowl the last over. Like he just literally bowled three footers, and yeah, I won't blame him because that's not who Jason Holder is with the ball. He needs to come in in middle overs and control the runs. That's the responsibility of Jason Holder in T20 cricket. And yeah, I don't think so. Rajasthan has been really using well, really using Jason Holder well. Uh, also, I wanted to ask you guys an interesting question. like with the runs failing to coming from top order and really jason holder not performing like he's in my opinion he does perform well but not being used by rajasthan if i rightly quote then uh, do you think it's time now to give one game to joe root and let kuldeep sen come in place of jason holder as a bowler kind of stabilizing the batting you know getting some stabilizer person in the order and getting one extra bowler that could be a good decision but i think seeing the last two matches which they have played i doubt if that will happen yeah they did lose against mai the last time but then they did play well as well uh, the bowling part was not so good considering the last over of course but then other than that i doubt if they'll change the playing 11 and will jor would come on i don't think that's happening I think uh, the mindset behind choosing Joe Root in the squad was as a backup for Josh Butler if anything happened to him. But uh, I always wanted to see Joe Root play in an IPL team, play in that eleven. You know, I've been a huge fan of Joe Root, especially the way you know under Ben Stokes' captaincy, the way England has uh, started playing uh, Test cricket. Joe Root has left so many hundreds because of that. You know, he's playing reverse sweeps, reverse scoops in Test cricket. So imagine what he could do with uh, in T20 cricket. I mean, he's always, you know, seen as a very conservative player. But I think that time has gone by now. 
and i think things have changed for uh, joe root also but again you know same thing uh, where would you play him if and if you want to get him in uh, openers there is no slot yashashvi cannot put him down not not butler at number 3 particle you cannot push him down uh, at 4 or 5 but root for at 4 or 5 yeah what are you saying Sorry to interrupt you, but I have a point. Like I don't know this this league in Dubai, like which they started off comparing themselves to IPL. In those league matches, like Joe Root played for same franchise of Delhi Cap Dubai Capitals in that league, and there he was batting at number three and given the same role that you just uh, you know if the score is good, you play all those uh, at uh, non-textbook cricket shots that you have in your own system. and if not then you have your own classic game too so yeah he was really switching that gears pretty well not really someone you know was scoring 50s in that tournament but yeah strike rate was pretty much high 32 18 balls 32 runs and all that kind of stuff so yeah he can fit in if they really want him to in my opinion i would definitely want him in the team very exciting player but again given the current combination and what mindset they have I think he they will only keep him as a backup for Jaws Butler. Other than that, other than that, they are looking pretty solid. Uh, Rajasthan Royals definitely Gujarat Titans and Rajasthan Royals for me. I think they will finish in top two uh, with Rajasthan being at second position. Uh, looking pretty solid. Need some tunings. I think their Yuzvendra Chahal has kind of dipped uh, since the first half of the season. He was doing really well in the first half. but somehow he has lost that touch and i think i also like to mention that the way they have used adam zampa you know as a third spinner in those kind of in different different conditions again just like gujarat titans is using different players in different conditions sometimes bringing in shankar sometimes bringing in noor ahmed the way they have utilized similarly rajasthan royals is doing so you see the pattern right every team who is doing well knows how to utilize their players in different situations and you see the teams who are at the bottom and you see the teams who are at the top you can clearly see the difference right so i think rajasthan in that strength they know what they are doing i just hope that uh, come playoffs you know their biggest batsman jaws butler comes all guns blazing okay so i don't think so there is anything else left for discussion for rajasthan if you guys want to add up something and yeah if riyan parag really wants us to give some bad words on twitter i don't really care for that too Uh, so yeah if you really don't have anything we can move on to a uh, bottom stack of the, this tournament and uh, two teams in my opinion which keeps on phasing is because they commit making changes so many changes in their playing 11 and they end up on the losing side and uh, i'm talking about kings uh, punjab kings and um, kolkata knight riders however kolkata do not really have that kind of squad which they used to possess and they are playing below par uh, i really had hopes from punjab kings this season and they have performed in patches and yeah, i feel this is because they make so many unnecessary changes and make so many unnecessary strategies even on the ground that it really makes the game more complicated for them yeah see uh, i said in the first podcast also that punjab kings you know they start really well always uh, first two three games they'll win then when it comes to the business and they sort of lose that uh, momentum and that's exactly what has happened this season also they have been very inconsistent 
you know on one day they look really amazing on one day they'll you know just behave like a, a consistent 10th position team so i don't know i don't really know what to say about punjab kings i mean uh, liam livingstone not really the best not in the best form uh, he didn't play a couple of games also matthew short was looking really good according to me the way he did, uh, he was hitting some balls but again you know if you're talking about a champion team about a champion player matthew short may not be your best bet or you know uh, shikhar dhawan you know we started really well but again injury caught up to him we had to sit out i think that also sort of you know hit the hit the campaign other than that i think prab simran singh the way he batted in the few games uh, i think that has been one positive for them other than that you know just one player huge shout out to that player jitesh sharma you know the way he has played the uh, you know come down middle order it's not easy to hit a bowler like jofra archer out of the park here and there so the way he has batted i think jitesh sharma for me is the biggest uh, the biggest positive for mumbai uh, for uh, punjab you know he was also in the indian squad i think perhaps for the same reason he had a good uh, domestic record also so you know kudos to him he he is doing really well uh, sam karan for me has been a bit disappointment or maybe they have not used him properly i think sam karan could have been used more as a batter up the order i feel but uh, it is what it is i mean if you are not using him and other than that arshdeep singh he did well uh, uh didn't have a good game last last game but uh, he's been a good bowler but again you know so many changes this one game nathan ellis is playing one game rabada is playing then you drop them then rajpaksha was playing you drop him also then uh, sekandar azza always wins you a game he, they drop you the next game so don't win the game for them if you want to play them i think that is a motto for them so i th- everything uh, i think they are lose they have lost the momentum if they would have beaten mumbai yesterday then they there might have been a chance but as of now i don't see them as usual going anywhere i mean they are not uh, you know neither their core is there uh, they have not retained their core uh, their batting is not looking sorted their bowling is not looking sorted so i don't know i uh, wish them all the best this all i can say for punjab kings i just have one thing to say which is liam livingstone is playing good other than that Shikhar Dhawan was playing good in the first half, but after the injury, of course, he is not performing that well. So yes, nothing else on that. Ashdeep played really well. Last match was kind of not good. I mean, very not good for him. But uh, I think Punjab not qualifying uh, as we all said. True, and I also don't understand the captaincy perspective of Shikhar Dhawan right now. Like in the game against Chennai Super Kings, they brought in Harpreet Bhar back in the squad, and then he never bowled a single over in that match. So I don't really understand where the captaincy perspective is going right now. Then you decide to drop uh, this one. Sikandar Raza in the next game, and literally that social media admin of Punjab Kings were hyping him so much after that game against Chennai finisher and all that sort of stuff. They were calling him. and then next game imagine that guy sitting on bench and you bring in matthew short and what matthew short did was i don't really know like 22 ball 21 balls 27 something like that and the those extra 20 runs at a quicker rate could make the difference of punjab kings at the match went down to the wire if you guys don't have any other point we can move on if you
yeah i think um, as far as punjab kings is concerned uh, i hope uh, like they can you know uh, build a core around them like every other team and actually focus on winning the tournament the last time they had a good season was 2014 and they did really well in that season like i always feel that uh, punjab kings is kind of a team that you know just turns up and just plays for fun and just you know goes back home uh, uh, you know laughing and playing around with the kids of the neighborhood if that makes any sense i don't know but uh, i think that is the kind of that is a story for punjab kings i mean uh, i don't think they are really that concerned about winning and losing you know they are just there to play and enjoy and uh, yeah i mean if if it's good for them it's good for them yeah. i imagine themselves getting destroyed by piyush chawla in a single match so yeah that's has been tragedy for punjab uh, kings 11 punjab and yeah i hope so punjab kings just you know a, a bit uh, more step up their game that would really help them if they really want to play for winning and not for fun So yeah, now let's move on to the I don't know what to call such teams: Kolkata Knight Riders, SRH, and Delhi Capitals. Now uh, coming on to the Kolkata Knight Riders, they managed to win today's game. Chopping and changes in the squad will won't really help them to win. One game, Gurbaz plays well; they decide to return him, and today he flopped. They are taking David Visa; he performs, and then again, nothing really wrong from his side because the role he was assigned of finishing. He did that in uh, whatever game he played, and then they are dropping him. And then they brought in Shardul Thakur as their primary core person, and now he's sitting on bench. What's your views on KKR? I don't really want to talk about KKR because I don't really, you know, they don't give me the kind of vibe the other team gave. Right now. Yeah, they want you to. I think he is facing some issues with the mic. Or can you hear him? Hello. Yeah, I can hear you, Samir. I think so. Devanshu Kiyaji is facing some issue. Okay, so, till yeah. then I'll take this. Okay. So see, yeah, uh, Kolkata Knight Riders. I think is the dictionary definition of unpredictability, right? And. Uh, i mean they have been very absurd for me i don't really know how to you know put up or use any kind of words for them uh one positive thing that has come up this season is rinku singh uh, i i said earlier also that rinku singh and tilak verma two players who are actually who are actually looking ready and definitely the way rinku played today also but again who was watching today's match like i wasn't watching today's match even a thriller is going down in uh, hyderabad today but are you really interested in watching the match and that is the story of the bottom teams bottom three teams especially kkr delhi and srh especially delhi and srh i can still say that kkr is up above there but story with kolkata knight riders has always been like this i mean if you see their team has always been so chopping and changing so much of chopping and changing you know they have had seven pairs of openers this season i won't be surprised if they open with a different pair i can still say that they'll open with a different pair in the next game you see you can see uh jason roy i think the way he has batted outstanding in the two three games that he did and today yes he couldn't get going but other than that i think uh, yeah i mean they've always been very you know iffy or very impatient very you know result or if you know if you cannot get result then you are trash it's something like this for them 
and that's not how a team goes around right and venkatesh ayer played really well in the first half second half of the season you look at his stats he's doing absolutely nothing <clears throat> right you can have a good you can have a bad two three and it's fine but he's not looking comfortable out there even today the way he got out he scored a century man or uh, the first century of this season so uh, the second uh, second century so i still feel that he needs to up his game uh, venkatesh ayer is playing at number 3 for a good franchise for a popular franchise and uh, yeah i mean uh, that's all i can say nitish rana also for me he did play well but again in patches right and if you're thinking that nitish rana is going to win you the cup or take you to the playoffs then i think you're uh, you know expecting too much i mean it's it was a setback for them that shreyas ayer uh, wasn't able to play this season but uh, but you need to step up right people were praising that chandrakant pandit is a coach and he has you know brought that positive uh, thing in kkr but yeah you need to step up your game you know it's not about coaches who are sitting outside it's about the 11 players who are playing on the field and unfortunately kkr has never looked like a unit since past 2 3 years if you see especially in, since 2019 i think kkr has always been a good side but but the players look so ruffled among each other that they don't want to play as a unit and you see shardul thakur the way they have utilized him he scored a good 59 60 runs against rcb then you don't utilize him only uh, you drop him in few games i think it was because of a niggle also then you send him at number 3 in some game you are sending you drop gurbaz and you bring gurbaz he scores 60 odd 70 odd then he goes out for a duck then you will drop him again in the next game so you are very unstable you know teams you see the pattern you see the history books the teams who have always been very unstable they cannot win a such a high quality or high standard tournament you see successful teams like chennai mumbai they have always been consistent they have always been you know right up there uh, right uh, like whatever standards that you have set you set that bar high even kkr did that when gambhir was a captain in 2 4 uh, 5 years or 4 5 years that the cricket that they played but yeah i'm a bit disappointed with them uh, they are a good team but somehow they have started to deceive their fans since 3 4 years rightly said and yeah i don't really want to there's nothing much actually talk about kkr the story has been pretty much simple for them they keep on bringing new players from past two years and then making chopping and changing their stuff in their playing eleven and then end of the day again the story repeats for themselves and yeah some positive is being brought there for them by nitish rana himself uh, performed really well with the ball in two to three matches and then again with the bat also he's performing in patches currently but yeah some sort of step up to his game as well hope so kolkata could really find the combination anyways let's move on because there is nothing much to talk about these teams there are just right now fillers in this tournament in my opinion uh, going on to srh again the problem resides in auction itself in my opinion they won't really consider the combination and just go for names in the auction and keeps on keeps on himself yeah devanshu are you there hmm, i think there's a problem with the mic but again srh again that that team belongs to the same tier in that boring kind of cricket that they have been playing and uh, just one thing i would like to add that See any team, uh, uh, 
of all the 10 teams that are there i would like to have an indian captain please for any franchise that you have unless you are a very popular uh, foreign player unless you are a very you know that kind of foreign player who is actually bringing that energy to the stadium aiden markram cannot be our captain for me it's just my personal opinion he's a very good batsman he's an amazing player for south africa no doubt but if you're telling me that a foreign player who is not that you know uh, who is not played he's it's not like aiden markram has been playing for 15 20 years he has been just in he's been playing since few years only and you're telling me that he's going to come here and somehow change the dynamic for srh how would he know how an indian uh, youngster is playing how would he know what kind of indian talent that they have right so and around 10 15 coaches that they have in their uh, uh, dugout uh, brian lara or like i don't know what um, different kind of coaches that they uh, have there they need to have a good indian uh, lineup i feel good indian captain i still feel bhuvneshwar kumar should have been the captain or any a good uh, uh, reputed indian player i think all the franchises need needs to you know actually invest in that and if you see top franchises they have always had good indian captains even sunrisers i still say that you know, david warner was a captain but david warner was david warner back in the day you know david warner shikhar dhawan johnny bell so these big guns have played for that for that franchise so if you see if you, even if you look at the stats nobody is really seeing srh games right and one more biggest disappointment for me is umran malik you know last year if you see his performance the statistics i'm saying according to the statistics srh games the were one of the most viewed games in the last uh, last year because of their bowling because of umran malik the way umran malik used to come and bowl those you know cracker of deliveries and used to get the batsman out the way marco jensen marco jensen used to come and bowl the way other bowlers have bowled if you look at sunrisers they have always had a good bowling lineup siddharth kaul used to play you know bhubneshwar kumar natrajan umran malik jensen every other you know even today tagi played every other player you know has fast bowler has stepped up but umran malik has kind of lost that momentum in the last year uh, sorry in this year you know last year he did really well he did really absolutely well he played for india also if you look at his stats he did really well for india also but you look at his this season one over i saw he went around for 28 runs so i think umran malik for me biggest disappointment abdul samad all these players came together but you know they kind of left behind they came in together for sunrisers only and credit to them for backing them but they haven't been able to live up to the expectation same with rahul tripathi you know you, rahul tripathi is playing at number 3 for india you are playing at number 3 for india in t20 cricket and still you are not able to live up to the expectations so rahul tripathi also has flattered to deceive abhishek sharma i think has done well uh, he did well in two or three games here and there and if you give him a consistent rope in uh, in opening i think he'll do well another disappointment is for me harry harry brook you know he harry brook got a magnificent turn the other day he came out in the post match conference and bashed all the indian fans on social media saying that you know you all trolled me and here i am putting the turn and i shut up all of you and you look at his performance after that so i think you need to do less of talking and more of batting on the pitch and same goes with rcb also and uh, i think teams need to focus more on the game more playing on the pitch rather than you know speaking stuff off the field you see teams who have no who are not doing that kind of nonsense are doing well gujarat titans chennai super kings rajasthan royals are, are the players actually you know doing anything apart from the field they are focused on the game and they are doing well the teams who have not been doing well are just you know uh, 
sitting behind. So you need to focus on the game, and I think that's where SRH has kind of you know disappointed his their fans. Like if they have any fans. You know there was so much hype before the even season started. Harry broke fourteen crore, fourteen crore, and yeah, we all knew you know that uh, the person himself is not really played any sort of quality game except for PSL, and yeah, PSL had shorter boundaries and all that stuff. But yeah, quality I can still feel it's there in him. But again, SRH really needs to think that whether due to that fourteen crore you want him to play in that playing eleven. Or just now, it's time to you know. Even it's better for Harry Brook to take some rest of the game right now, for him and his country. Because right now, if he keeps going with this sort of form in this tournament carrying forward, he himself will you know get a sort of mental block. So, do you think it's right time to start looking for Glenn Phillips in SRH, or they should keep backing Harry Brook? Ah, uh, I don't know. I mean, if you see, I would have preferred him as an opener. If you're sending Harry Brook as down the order, I don't think if, even today I was seeing the scorecard. I couldn't see the match. I mean, not because of the podcast, but I didn't want to see the match. So uh, Harry Brook, I think mostly he should open, and it's almost at the end of the season. It's not like they're going to qualify or anything. Glenn Phillips is a good player. If you want to utilize him in the middle order, you can get him. But if you want to open, I think you can still go with Brook. Give him. Two or three games more. See what he can do. See at the end of the day, Brook is a good player. Brook is a very good player. You see his international stats in Test cricket. He has revolutionized Test cricket. The way England has changed their approach in Test cricket, the most important factor is Harry Brook. So nobody is saying he's a bad player. But again, you know, the more you say stuff in the press conference and if you don't back it up on the field, nobody, you know, you cannot earn that respect, right? So I hope he comes good. Maybe next season, or if he is there in the team, uh, money fourteen crores can't really comment on that because uh, the stature is there definitely. But performance, you know, most of the foreign players who go for big bucks, I don't know what happens to them, but they have never been able to perform in IPL. Yeah, that's what we can say about SRH, and that's what I agree with Sami totally. That you know, Harry Brook, quite good player. And again, I don't blame him for failing. It's the management that don't think before, you know, taking players in auction. And it's it really leads to you know fulfillment for players because what these franchises will do, they will come again next year with big money and again start hyping up the tournament. And then again, it's the player who has to suffer at the end. And yeah, so that's what I can say about SRH. I hope they utilize their players well. If they really can step up their game from now onwards at this point of the season, which is looking quite impossible, and one more the team which we can define for as a impossible to qualify is Delhi Capitals. I really don't want to talk about them. Yeah, I told in before podcast that Phil Sort needs to come in. That's a good thing they added up an experienced player in the squad. But yeah, if that history with Delhi Capitals this season is the story, I mean not history. That if one player starts to perform, the other component starts to fail. Top order is performing well, then middle order will fail. And yeah, that's what is Delhi Capitals all about. Component working in every match, while the other just starts failing. I want to talk about Delhi Capitals. I think perhaps when I said that you know some teams uh, like Rajasthan, the way they used Ashwin Holder and all those things, and I said. I think the biggest li- living example is your uh, Delhi Capitals. Your okay. batting lineup is not firing. Yeah, exactly. 
your batting lineup is not firing david warner is not in a good form as a captain again i feel again as as i said please back your indian players don't don't think that the foreign players are going to come foreign captains are going to come and they're going to win it for you in ipl most of the franchises are run by your owners and your you know the big coaches that are sitting out there captains are merely just unless you are a rohit sharma unless you are a virat or a dhoni apart from those two or three players rest of the other captains are just uh, you know they are captains they might take good decisions on field but owners run the cricket especially if you talk about kolkata night riders shreyas ayer simply came out and said last year that uh, i am not involved in these uh, team selections you can ask the owners he literally said that in post match present uh, presentations and that's the story with all the teams and delhi capitals i think that has affected them this season you know you have ricky ponting out there you have saurav ganguly out there you have other two or three big names out there why do you need them uh, somebody said that saurav ganguly is a uh, director of coach uh, what is that what does that even mean director of coach i mean i i heard that and i was like like i mean what why why do you need that uh, some other time some other day somebody say, will say that now you need a spin bowling coach now you will need a mental health coach now you will need a physical health coach now you will need this kind of coach now you will that kind of coach you just need one coach out there sitting in the camp you don't need two big names ricky ponting and saurav ganguly or other two three names out there you need one simple coach who can run the team along with taking inputs from the captain just like how a cricket team should be run instead of owners interfering with it, with them i think owners should give respect to the cricketers who are out there and let them do their jobs like how chennai is doing ms dhoni runs chennai super kings the only one man who runs the team that is ms dhoni so these kind of things needs to be followed here the second thing is that akshar patel perhaps in the best form of his life perhaps the most improved indian cricketer the most improved indian cricketer in the last 2 3 years test cricket one day cricket or t20 cricket he has been absolutely phenomenal you see his numbers uh not just numbers but the kind of impact he has had when he has played for india when he also played for delhi capitals i would like to ask you a question why is it that if your player is performing so well you're still uh you know waiting for that guy to come at 7 7 or 8 position why is it that i mean you literally won the other game the uh, game before the last game when you beat gt the game before that I don't remember the opposition i think it was srh yes they literally won that game the way phil sold and mitchell marsh attacked you could have sent akshar patel he could have finished it off but no you sent sarfaraz khan you friends you sent priyam garg the two batsmen who are playing who are literally so young who are literally so you know new to this ipl setup you are sending those players in your do or die game and not akshar patel and what is the ex- explanation for that you know david warner comes in post match and everybody is questioning that Why Akshar? No, why not Akshar Patel? Why not Akshar Patel? But he said that no, Akshar Patel. You know, we were waiting for him to finish. He is a finisher in the team, and you know, we wanted to stay him till the end. Why is it that you wanted to stay him till the end? And I'm, I mean, why is it that every other person outside sitting watching from TV knows that? Even Akshar Patel knows that. And you are expecting him to finish off games when the game is already dead. So these are so such rookie mistakes. You know that I often feel that teams often give. two points for free to other teams and now i'm not just talking about delhi capitals but other teams also do that lucknow gave two free points to rcb the other day every uh, the other day rajasthan royals gave two free points to lucknow super giants when they played in savai mansingh stadium so 
why is it that some rookie decisions some rookie mistakes we see it in ipl and these two points only will later cost you and that has been the story for delhi capitals this year you know they are missing rishabh pant i can understand that but rishabh pant is not playing for you right you need to get over that and focus on your new team michel parsh is a very good all-rounder for australia but again if, uh, he did well in two or three games he picked four wickets also he's a good player but he's so injury prone man one game he can play the other team the other game he won't play and uh, i mean he's a good player i'm not saying that they'll still persist with him but apart from that what is your team aman khan sarfaraz khan uh, lalu yadav or whatever uh, other ripple patel these kind of this kind of batting lineup or this kind of team is not going to win you the tournament right or even make it to the top four so yeah very disappointed with delhi capitals i hope they can improve next season again talking about the players i don't think so you know there is a problem in the quality of players even the youngsters the only issue is the big names they don't really play to the you know the reputation they have like i won't blame warner it's himself because one two games he has got run out and yeah the one two games he have failed to perform and yeah that's how he is playing this tournament and uh, if he really wants to play then he plays like a conservative knock in most of the matches so i haven't really seen you know the fearless one come out this tournament then again the match we are talking about against srh you know michel marsh knew that all these players knew actually that all the batsmen knew all the coaching management know that this batting lineup has been failing to perform for us throughout the season and even the players know when michel marsh was on the crease that during the moment when phil sort got out and would have clearly known that man the other players won't perform i am performing well today let me stay till end of the match or something like start being start building a partnership but what he did he went for a big shot and got out and then you expect sarfraz khan and uh, priyam garg to play and uh, in that match you uh, rightly said that these two are really inexperienced batsmen even sarfraz khan has played ipl for a long time but he hasn't been given so many of matches throughout the seasons he comes for one two hours to bat that's not who sarfraz khan is right he's a top order batsman he needs a one two two overs minimum to really get into the zone and what is really happening right now pressure building up on these youngsters cause them to play rash shots that's what i have seen in my observation because when you see that gujarat titans game aman khan we knew that he failed in previous matches why did he succeeded in that gujarat titans game because on the other end akshar patel was there akshar patel clearly guiding him that how to play spinners then i suddenly see aman khan who was just you know has no, had no footwork in previous games removing his foot and defending well to rashid khan he was tackling rashid khan so you can imagine what good things can happen if one experienced player is there at the other end with any of this youngster the whole game can turn but no these youngster these experienced player themselves are not understanding simple thing that we need to stay there with young players manish pandey yeah, definitely that's what's happening right man when your top order gets starts going phil sort and mitchell marsh then your middle order and whatever lower middle order starts failing when your middle order starts working um, this one phil patel aman khan akshar patel then you again top order starts failing manish pandey getting out on first ball david warner getting out on the run out then priyam garg again i really can't expect him much from him and rai russo i have told many times that he is not built for that kind of uh, pitches that have been provided in india 
सो या दैट्स दी स्टोरी वाई बॉलिंग अटैक वी ऑल नो इट्स अ गुड बॉलिंग अटैक दे हैव मैनेज वेज एंड ईशांत शर्मा बिगेस्ट प्लस पॉइंट राइट नाउ इन द टीम आई डोंट नो वॉट इज वी कैन टॉक अबाउट डेली कैपिटल्स Yeah, I think you said one thing very rightly that uh, senior players, right, and uh, the combination of youngsters. Every youngster has potential who is playing and on that stage. At least ninety percent of the youngsters have that potential, apart from some some youngsters. Uh, why is it that youngsters who play in Chennai uh, actually perform really well? Why is it that some players who have taken retirement and they play for when they play for Chennai, they actually look so good? I mean, uh, I'm just joking, but uh, I mean, sometimes I think that even if we all go and uh, at least sit in the dugout of Chennai Super Kings, even we might gain some, you know, ten times confidence in life, something like that. So I think that is the magic of Chennai Super Kings, right? And that is the thing about leadership, uh, be it MS Dhoni or be it any other good captain. Uh, you you need to have that backing from your leadership. If your leadership is only not settled, just like Delhi Capitals. See, I mean, once you lose five games, when you lose six games, obviously. the leadership will collapse right even uh, that's there but that's the thing you know when you are down and out that's the moment when you are tested right as a as a, a leadership group so i definitely agree that you need, uh, that the blame is on them but the blame is not definitely not on the youngsters uh, youngsters cannot run the team at the end of the day you need when when the things are not going your way you need to make sure that the youngsters you know don't actually succumb to that pressure you need to let them express yourselves you let them go out and actually enjoy the game at the end of the day even if you have lost the tournament you are not going to qualify right you have no chances of doing that the remaining games that you're going to play just let them express yourselves you saw what aman khan did last game you beat gujarat titans of all teams because now you know you're not going to qualify so now you have that you're playing of uh, you know playing without pressure so i think that's there and uh, yeah that's all about delhi capitals and uh, maybe they can do well in the next season they're a good team it's just that they this season uh they couldn't really get good again the problem was you know the squad selection itself like which as we said many youngsters to choose from they have tried in so many players this season like first uh, prithvi shaw was opening then suddenly ricky ponting was saying you know that prithvi shaw is our uh, could be the one of the big thing in this ipl and then when he brings in phil salt in the squad then he suddenly moves away from his statement says that there are many better players in the mix from if compared to prithvi shaw so i don't really understand what's going on there then you bring in sarfraz khan in one match dropping him again i don't know what is going on there and clearly it's because uh, they are failing to perform is because of the pressure that builds up on youngsters in this tough situations because why sarfraz khan is able to perform for mumbai domestic squad is the trust has been there on him he knows that even one inning two bad innings the trust will still remain on him so that's what is happening here like if if there is no one on the other end like a proper see i can tell two scenarios one if your team is really batting well and uh, then you are sending in youngsters the youngsters know themselves very well like they know even if they you know fail the score is good enough and they can defend it but when your score is such a collapsed thing in t20 cricket and there is no other experienced batter on the other side every youngster will feel that pressure to score and he will play such rash shot that's how cricket has been worked it's a total mental game in today's generation so yeah, yeah i definitely. think can end up on delhi capitals i on the good positives is the bowling again noishan uh, sharma i would say coming back into the mix for first half started performing really well and spinners have been going on good 
i hope so they understand how to build partnerships right now rather than you know going out and trying to score a first ball in dangerous scenarios when game needs to be conserved and that's why i felt you know other teams are much better even punjab kings i appreciate them for this thing the match against mumbai indians they waited 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 until they find that perfect over to score and good thing was they didn't lost their that that helped them to not lose wickets in that stage so yeah that's what i think was missing in delhi capitals and if you agree we can stop the podcast here and just you know and wait for next podcast we can do yeah definitely i think we had a good session today good long session after long time so yeah So yeah, if let's um, end the podcast. I would like to thank family members for joining us today: Naman Khera, Devanshu, and Samir. And yeah, we try to bring as much as good fan content, fan geek content, not a pure geek based content. We try to talk about every aspect of the game rather than technical aspect. And if you guys are really interested to join us for the podcast, you can DM us on Instagram. And if you really want uh, some more exclusive content from us, you can. Uh, go on our spotify channel or spotify link in our instagram description and our handle for spotify is at the red team crickstop and the same handle goes for instagram too at the team crickstop yeah until for next podcast and yeah we hope so we there we want to see much more good games in the remaining half of the ipl even from the bottom teams i would expect we would see some entertaining games and yeah on that note we try we try to bring more and more good content for you guys Until then, goodbye.